Hello there. Welcome back to day two of Nourish Your Body, part of this month's special anniversary celebration. So on day one this week, we tackled mindset and I always, always start there because it is the one thing that often holds us back from making change. Now, you are going to learn some new stuff over the course of these mini challenges and there will be some light bulb moments, some new things that you haven't thought about before. But usually we have a decent idea of what we need to do. And that is not usually the problem. The problem is usually the mindset that goes behind it and making sure that we have that really on track so that then we can make the most of those other things that that we've learned, the other habits that we want to add into our lives as well. So if you've been following along with your workbook, or even if not, even if you're just listening in and kind of mulling things over and thinking about things, then just I would really encourage you to just spend a bit of time thinking about what we talked on day one this week and, you know, maybe where your mindset might be holding you back a little bit because, you know, usually we've got certain things that are going on for us that are holding us back and we can clear certain blocks we'll come up against a new one and we'll clear that block and we'll come up against a new one. So it's that kind of continual process of looking at what's going on for us, working out what might be holding us back. And then, you know, that makes us ready to really successfully start making some more changes. Today, we're moving on a little bit and we're getting a bit more practical and talking about nutrition, particularly today. And this is all about the adding in method. Now, this is kind of the anti-diet approach. You know, diets are usually about cutting things out or, you know, restricting the number of calories or getting rid of carbs or getting rid of sugar or whatever. Or if you're, you know, if if you're doing intermittent fasting, then it can be limiting the hours of the day that you're eating in, for example. So we're still sort of cutting back and, and making sure that we're, you know, there are certain hours that we're not eating and things like that. So the diet approach is normally one of cutting out and cutting back, right? But for me, the real problem with that is that it lacks joy. And I am all about finding the joy in life because, you know, food is not just fuel. And I know that we get told food is just fuel, food is just fuel, but it's a load of rubbish, right? Food is about so, so much more than that. It's about enjoyment. It's about community. It's about celebration. It's about comfort. And none of those things are bad. You know, we are allowed to use food for all of those things as well. And what dieting does is it tells us that we shouldn't do those things. We shouldn't eat for comfort. You know, we shouldn't kind of get to the end of a long week and go, actually, I'm going to get a takeaway. That is seen to be a bad thing, right? If we are going out to a party and we're in the middle of a a particular diet, you know, a lot of our thoughts are going to be consumed with, oh my God, you know, either I better just not eat all day so that I can save myself this evening, or we're going to be worrying about trying to avoid the cake and the, you know, all the nice foods and things like that. And, you know, we're probably just not going to enjoy it quite as much. And, you know, that's what diets do to us. They they tell us that there are certain things that we can't eat and certain ways that we can't eat. And the food is a simple numbers game, you know, calories in, calories out. And that's all that we need to focus on. But, you know, if you're happy to live your life like that, then go for it. If you're happy to track and measure and, you know, do all those things for the rest of your life, then please, please do that. Okay. It's up to each and every one of us exactly how, how we do that for ourselves and how we work with food. But personally, I can't be asked. I don't want to spend the rest of my life doing that. So, Instead, I'm think I'm big on sort of thinking in a in more of an anti-diet approach, one where um, we think about what we can add in, one where we think about how we can nourish ourselves better so that we end up eating better. Okay. Now, what I mean when I say adding in 
is things like adding protein into every meal. Okay, so protein fills you up, keeps you satisfied for longer, takes longer for our bodies to digest protein, for example. It's much better at balancing our blood sugar levels out as well. So when we add protein into every meal, then we kind of slow down our digestion a little bit. We we don't have such big blood sugar spikes. We don't have the big, you know, crashes and, you know, big rises in blood sugar levels and things like that. So it makes it less likely that we are then going to, you know, reach for the sugary stuff and the carby stuff and, and, you know, all of those other things. So adding protein to every meal is one way that we can add instead of taking away. Adding or replacing sugary snacks with something more nutritious. So just being prepared, being prepared to know that you will get hungry at some point during the day. So let's make sure that we've got something to hand because what we often do is we fly by the seat of our pants and we grab whatever is easiest and it's never the, you know, the best thing for us or usually not the best thing for us. So just adding in those nutritious snacks and having those prepared. And adding extra veg into each of your meals. You know, again, we're adding the fibre there. We're adding all of that goodness, which also slows down the absorption. It balances our blood sugar levels a lot better. And when we do that, we're less likely to then be hungry two hours later and reaching for the, you know, the sugary stuff. So adding extra veg into our meals can be really, really helpful. Also really good for your gut health, as is adding in pre and probiotic foods. So like prebiotic foods, things like oats and apples and artichokes and stuff like that. So they are the things that kind of feed your gut bacteria or good gut bacteria and then probiotic foods, which are kind of adding bacteria in as well. You know, things like, you know, natural yogurt and stuff like that is a probiotic food, for example. So adding those things in to improve your gut health. And like I say, extra veg is going to improve your gut health as well. And also challenging yourself to eat a bigger variety of plant foods. So, you know, that's not just fruit and veg, but it's nuts and seeds and herbs and spices and beans and all those kind of things as well. All of that good stuff. So all of those things are things that we can add in. This is not about deprivation. It's not about constantly monitoring what you're taking in. It's not about having to cut out the sugar and having to cut out all of the stuff we love. It's about coming at it from the other direction and thinking, right, what's actually missing? What's missing in my day-to-day nutrition, my day-to-day diet that I could start to add in? And what then happens is that because you have started to do that, you've added the protein, you've had more nutritious snacks, you're having an extra portion of veg, you're, uh, you know, having a bigger variety of plant foods, it improves your blood sugar levels, okay? And blood sugar levels are really, really important because when they rise very quickly, they also fall very quickly. And that's when you feel hungry again, you need something sugary, you reach for the, you know, quick fix, carby, carby, carby foods. It's nothing wrong with carbs, by the way, but when we're just having it on its own, we're having very sugary things on its own, it's not ideal for our blood sugar levels. So, doing all these other things, it helps us to even that out. And we're less likely to crave those things, to crave the sugar in the very carby foods, right? So that's a really important part of it. Improving our gut health as well. And, you know, our gut health is linked to our weight and it's also linked to all sorts of other diseases. So improving our gut health is really, really big. And it's something I personally have been working on um, over the last kind of couple of years is adding the probiotics, improving the variety of foods. Like, I've always eaten quite healthily. I'm, you know, I, I eat cake and chocolate and stuff too, but, you know, 80% of my diet is, you know, really good, healthy, homemade stuff. But 
I wasn't getting as much variety as I could. And so I've really been challenging myself to that. So improving your gut health with all of that. And what that really means is that we then start to naturally crowd out the high sugar, high carb, highly processed foods that we do want to eat less of. So rather than, oh my God, I've got to starve myself and not have all those things. It's like, right, because I've added all these other things in, I don't actually want them and I don't need them as much. And I definitely saw this. So one of the courses that I do every couple of months is called Nail Your Nutrition. So it's a 28-day nutrition reset. And, you know, one of the things that a lot of the girls in that said was that when they were doing these things, when they were, you know, doing these practices of, of the protein and the extra veg and stuff, they were finding that they just weren't craving as much. They weren't having the highs and lows of energy throughout the day. Um, and that's because they were work, they were not working on cutting out, but they were working on adding in. So getting practical here, what could you start with? I've kind of mentioned most of them already. And I think they're actually all like really easy to do. And that's the beauty of this. They're so easy and so simple. So number one, add protein to your breakfast. So that's a really easy way that you can do that. And I am actually going to talk about this more on day four. So if you want some more ideas, then listen out for day four on that. Number two, think about your snacks in advance. So don't just like fly by the seat of your pants on that. If you know you usually get hungry at four o'clock in the afternoon, make sure you've got something to hand that is, you know, has got the protein in it and, you know, maybe a bit of fat and a bit of carbs. So it's got a good, good kind of variety of all those things in it. Add an extra portion of veg to your lunch and to your dinner. So today, for example, I had for my lunch, I had a couple of slices of whole grain toast. I had a couple of poached eggs and I had some mushrooms and I was just going to have that. And then I was like, Do you know what? I could add extra to this. So I added uh, some rocket and I just had some rocket and, you know, drizzled it with a bit of oil and salt. And it was really, really nice. It was a really nice addition to my lunch. So that was the way that I added that extra portion to my lunch. So you could add an extra portion to lunch and dinner. The other thing that you can do that I love doing with um, my members is the 30 plant foods challenge. So you basically challenge yourself over the course of a week to eat 30 different types of plant foods. Um, and it's quite a really good fun way of doing it. And like I say, I've been working on this myself and I actually did a 40 plant food challenge, which gets quite hard. Like the first sort of two or three days, you're like, yeah, this is simple. This is really easy. I've got like, I'm onto 20 already. I'll totally do this. And then you realise that you eat a lot of the same things over and over and over again. So it's a really good way of challenging yourself and a fun way of doing it as well. And if you just, you know, go on to onto the internet and just search for the 30, 30 plant food challenge, you will find loads of those around. You'll find something you can print off and you can use for that just to prompt you. So those are a few different ideas of ways to add things in rather than having to cut things out. So which one of those do you think sounds kind of the easiest to do, the simplest to do to get you started with? Which one do you think is going to make the biggest difference to you at this point in time? So have a think about that. Have a choose of which one of those you want to do and just get started with it. Like I say, they're not hard. Adding a bit of extra veg to your lunch and dinner, not hard to do, right? Adding a bit of protein to breakfast, not hard. Just takes just a little bit of extra thought each day to do that. And then it becomes habit and you don't have to think about it anymore at all. Um, so that's us for day two. I hope that was really helpful. I'll see you back here again tomorrow and we're going to move the focus onto fitness then. So I will see you then. 